Okay, well, let's, we'll, let's start. Okay, so so this is uh, the Guilty Pleasures Podcast, episode 20. Wow! And uh, this episode, uh, we are talking about uh, binge-watching. And uh, first, let's get this out of the way. We are available on iTunes and Stitcher. Yes. And uh, people can find uh, Sean Fisher, the uh, host at... At, uh, at Sugar Jam, S-U-G-A-J-A-M. And, Ch- and Scott, where can uh, people find you, Scott McCricker? On Twitter at Scott McCricker, S C O T T M C C R I C K A R D. It's that easy. Uh, on Twitter and uh, my, uh, just all over the place, your, your local bar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my name is Dave Martin. You can find me at uh, D. At, uh, I was going to get my email address. That would have been bad. <laughs> uh, you can. F- uh, I'm at uh, Dave Martin World on Twitter, and my website is Dave Martin World. And then we also have a Facebook page. Yes. And uh, on this episode. We kind of started talking about uh, anxiety and uh, going to the actor parade and what's the point in that. <laughs> and uh, we talk about uh, Brian well, Cranston and we talk about uh, we pretty go pretty quickly into binge watching. Yeah, and uh, we talked about I my anxiety and how I ended up in the emergency room last week. Mm-hmm. Then we talked about uh, binge watching because the Emmys last night Brian Cranston won. So we talked a lot about Breaking Bad, our favorite binge watching shows: Dexter, it's Netflix, o- yep. uh, and uh, where its origins, where it started, uh, what began these binge watching craze, well, okay, well, and how what, it's ruining our society, and how it has changed the television industry dramatically. Okay, we also talk about the littlest hobo. And uh, Sean, we talk about Sean going to karate camp, <laughs> which was, uh, and, uh, and she, finally, and Sean, going we've, we've been encouraging for years. It's still, it's still hilarious to me. It's just Sean with a bunch yeah. of eight-year-olds and all in karate keys. <laughs> uh, and uh, we talk about uh, with other shows that can be binge watched. Yeah, yeah, like his news, watching CNN is that binge watching? Does that count? And porn does that count? Does porn? Twelve hours of porn is. Well, and, well, you, you, and tantric uh, TV watching as well. Tantric TV watching, and then we also then we get into Netflix, and then uh, and then we wrap things up from there. So uh, and John's <laughs> off to Tom Petty, and I'm going to Tom Petty, everyone. And, the, and Steve Winwood's opening. And up. Steve Winwood. That's like that's a pretty good show. I hope they come out and do a song at the end together. Like what? What song? Higher they- love. <laughs> Two, three. <laughs> Steve, that's one of yours. I know. <laughs> maybe he'll. Uh, maybe Steve Winwood will help out on a traveling Wilburys number. That's what I'm. Oh, crossing no, my that for. would be nice. Yeah. I was hoping Jamila would show up and we could do the intro with her, but I know because uh, she can't stand Tom Petty, so she's not happy about this. Whole... I encourage her she's to go to in, Tom Petty with you, in. though. She's think, looking in. I think so. I think Come on here. in. No. Okay, forget okay. it. All right. All right. Well, enjoy this episode. <laughs> Guilty pleasure. It's the Guilty Pleasures Podcast. TV, junk food, guilty pleasures, movies, magazines, cassette tapes, porno, alcohol, weed. We'll go to any measures for the guilty pleasures. With your hosts, Dave Martin. Sugar Jam and Scott McCricker. Yeah, Daddy. This week, we're admitting to a serious addiction which plagues the earth. Binge TV watching. Spoiler, no spoilers. These men From the Dominion Pub in Toronto, Canada. Oh, cure. I mean, not cure, but it helps you to reduce your intake. I think safe alternative. Is safe what alternative. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah, because even when I said, you know, I vaporize. Like, look at a mannequin. It's I, a I, safe I was like, I don't smoke pot. I vaporize pot. And then she was still like, no, 
No, it just seemed like this is kind of old fashioned. No, but you, but no, but I think they are just on a, a strict thing of just like as soon as pot is mentioned, uh, then they're just like you just mention the word pot and they're immediately like no, 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 no. Well, and I, I think, think that's old fashioned. But it's like I remember I told my doctor he once asked me, "Do you still smoke cigarettes?" And I said, "Oh, well, you know, maybe I have like you know, you know, maybe three or four cigarettes a month." And then he was like, "Well, you should cut that out." And I'm not saying that I should have. That I shouldn't cut cigarettes out, but I just don't think three or four is a scary habit because, I mean, you could literally jog in the street to Toronto and smoke the equivalent of, like, you know, a half a deck of cigarettes in one jog with the amount of smog here. But a doctor told me once that whenever you say a number, they double it automatically. They, oh. they don't trust you. They don't trust like a doctor. How many beers do you have? Oh, like, just, just probably two pints. And every day. What do you say he when goes, you're, you're okay? He's like six. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like you know. <laughs> and then what's a pint? I'm like, you're a doctor. You don't know what a pint is. <laughs> is it like All one beer? Is a pint today. Or you just pulled one out of your jacket? <laughs> I know. I almost put my beer out when I was in, in his office. <laughs> so, so I had to put my pint fa- down. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like like this. Right? Like I'm here. Like I'm holding. Why well, is your di- office licensed? <laughs> I did. I did go. I, I had mentioned. I even mentioned it's wing day at your bed. Your. Uh, I mentioned to the heart specialist that I vaporized pot, and he didn't say anything. I said it to a clinic doctor, and he went, you know, off the record, if you're going to do it, vaporizing is the way to go. You know, that, but she was just like, no, don't do it at all. Never. Not even vaporizing. Oh, yeah. See, See I'd, yeah. I'd be interested to uh, what she would say if you, uh, if you said that you smoke, like, lavender or something like that. Like, there are other herbs that do have, like, calming effects on, on people as well. I think it's old. Fa- they're an old-fashioned office. They have old-fashioned opinions, and it's they just still smoke in that office. Time yeah. to move on. They you have, know? Yeah, they have a jar of leeches. <laughs> I think they were just exhausted. It's just an overworked office. There's too many yeah. people in it, and there, there's too many patients, and they're not paying attention to what they're doing. And you had a female doctor. Well, it's a husband and wife, and that was the other thing. She's like, "You got to stop bouncing back from from Doctor <laughs> and I." Because it's confusing us. And I was like, well, now you, you tell sort me. sort of a, a file of sorts on my <laughs> medical history. How about when I, I come know. in and say I'd like to see Dr. Rankin, why don't they just say, no, you can't because your doctor is Dr. Chen. How about that? How about you call me and say there's a problem. We need to speak with you. You're there to speak with. I don't know. <laughs> there's so, going to be a happy medium doctor. You don't want the opposite either. Well, maybe you do. The doctor's like, no, man, you got to smoke more pot, man. That's the problem. You just got to give it to me. I'll give you Well, you know, they prescribe Why pills whispering, doctor? all the time. Sometimes the pills, there's one time they, they prescribed a pill to me, and uh, then it turned out a few months later that it turned out that that pill causes heart problems. Yeah. You know, and he's the guy that prescribed it to yeah. me. Don't smoke pot, but here's some Glaxo Welcome Muck and Jitsu Vavslum. We're getting some paid pro- off by the some pharmaceutical. And it cause sudden death. But other than that, yeah, don't smoke the pot. And excitement. Excite- don't smoke something natural that grows out of the ground. Ever since I took these antidepressant pills, I've been right as rain. Yeah, they prescribe <laughs> the life some of the party. Of the, some of the stuff they, they prescribe, it's just crazy what they're prescribing to people. So for them to be so judgmental about vaporizing marijuana... It's like, give me a well, break. I don't know how, make- how one world can have it at a, a convenience store and one is banned. Like, it's just, I don't understand what... 
who, what's, what's the, you know, or that real? it's still okay. What's real? Like I go all over the city and I smell cigarettes everywhere I go. Yeah. Right. You know, and, uh, and, and you know, that's sort of socially acceptable, even though everyone knows oh, that it's much well, worse for not, you. No, I don't think so. Cigarettes are socially acceptable well, anymore. You don't smell People are huddled hot. in their corners. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but when you go out into the street, you smell cigarettes more than you smell weed, I think. Well, it's sort of acceptable. Oh, yeah. I'm smelling cigarettes. Oh, that's okay. Well, we, the government has figured out a way to like control and regulate it and tax it properly. I mean, I'm sure if they could do the same thing with uh, with marijuana, they would, well, they and they eventually will. But I, I'm just surprised that they have. If you if if anxiety is something that you suffer from, I'm surprised they haven't given you like even like a sample of like Ativan when you have a panic attack. You just take two like take two of those, put them under your tongue, they'll dissolve. And in like 15 minutes, you're you're remarkably calmer than you were you before. You sound like you have some experience. With I them. do. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I it's a mouthful of like Tic Tacs. I know. I'm, I I have a candy necklace of them. <laughs> I just, um, no, I had to. There was the Labor Day party, uh, not the Labor Day party, the Labor Day parade, and uh, that uh, and I was going to march with Actra. This was like a couple of years ago, uh, which is a stupid, boring thing. It's you know, getting you get. To go into the TTC for free, but I mean the like, uh, the C and E for free. But uh, I I got there, and for whatever reason, I just became overwhelmed with this just incredible sense of panic and anxiety, and my hands were like numb and tingling, and I felt faint, and I didn't know what to do, and I was just sort of looking around, and I kind of wanted to find like a patch of grass to lie down on, and then I couldn't find that anywhere because it was around Young and uh, it was around University and Queen and and. And uh, and then I just I took two of these out of van and then I just sort of uh, drank a bottle of water for a while and then about ten minutes later I was like yeah okay I think I knew this hooray let's go I wasn't happier but it was this I I was filled with a, a big sense of just a, a, a big calming feeling and I could go on with the rest of the day I would rather have those than like a, an antidepressant that you take every day which okay. I stopped taking ages ago cause... I'm so jealous how did you get the actor uh, parade thing who did how did you audition for that? Did you? <laughs> I, I didn't. How did you get the part? The, yeah. the guy out on a float. You just huh? show up and hopefully they got a t-shirt that fits you and then you get the like, role. What's my motivation? You're on a fucking float. <laughs> Act. Go. No, you don't even get a float. You're just you, oh, have to, walking? you have to walk. Yeah, walking. What's your motivation? You have to. Your motivation is to get into the TTC, the, the C and E for free. <laughs> just join at the end of the parade. Yeah. Hey, and I'm in. Well, what's ridiculous is that you're going through that marching parade with, and uh, then you know they have the United Steelworkers. Yeah, missing and arms then, and fingers. <laughs> and, then, and then they have uh, the uh, Doctors and Nurses Association of Ontario. And then the and then the actor comes and here come the actors <laughs> and you're just like ah, I don't really think are we in a labor parade are I don't we, recognize don't, any of these people don't they make anything? you wake up really early in the morning for that too like yeah you're supposed to yeah yeah I'm like <laughs> forget that I'm not getting up at six in the morning to march in some fucking parade well it's yeah no it is stupid. ridiculous I'm an actor you think I want to get up at six in the morning well, well, you give me a do. job I will <laughs> yeah I'll get up at six in the morning <laughs> so uh, did you enjoy Brian Cranston's speech last night when he won. For best actor, uh, I missed that for part. Breaking Bad. Well, it was great because he he was very encouraging to actors and you know, the, the sort of like never give up kind of thing. And then I was watching this comment. Always, I always love to hear that from someone who's successful. Yeah, yeah. Who, I'd always like to see. He never has to work again in his life. If he ever gets another job in his whole life, he can. And he sexually assaulted Julie Louis Dreyfus. Let's be honest. He he, he assaulted her. Right. Okay. Oh, he, wasn't he reenacting his Seinfeld character of? Unbeknownst to her, yeah, I guess <laughs> suddenly. So, yeah. 
So was I, <laughs> lady. I was in a, I was in a movie where I grab a woman on the street. And uh, so and I think I, so, she. I think it was pre-planned. I oh, think she was the, like the if clip I, I saw. It, she looks like who's, t- who's like she's going for her award. She's probably <laughs> going. I won. This is great, Cranston. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, Cranston. She looks really sexy still, doesn't oh, yeah. she? Oh man, she's. Sarah Silverman, greatest is, is oh sexy. my god! Did you see Sarah Silverman and she had her liquid THC uh, with I her? Don't find her? That's attractive. what she says. I and don't her vaporizer. It's fake. Why? Why would? Why would you fake that? It's about. It's about. It's about. I mean, maybe it was. Maybe it was. But sometimes I think you know. I don't believe it. Like I don't know. I just think it was all set up to make. I'm cool. I'm. I'm a THC like you because she's like. You know, she's still like an underground indie comic. She's making money, but she's considered like a alternative right, yeah. comic. Like even what's um like their pot comics drunk you know the drinkers party comics said I don't do as much as like if I did as much as I say in my act I'd be dead so he says he he is a guy who smokes pot but he's not like what you think right so it's all you gotta gotta keep the act keep the facade going you gotta you know. Well, yeah, you have to keep up your maintain yeah. your character, I suppose. Did you see the Rob Williams? That was a that was the truth. No, was well, let Sean continue Sorry. with with what did Brian Cranston say? Oh, well, I mean, it was I forget exactly, but it was encouraging because I think he went through some periods where he was like, "Oh my God, why am I doing this?" And you know, he really bounced back from it. But then afterwards, I was watching some commentary and like someone sort of commenting on the show, and she was like, "Oh my God, now there's going to be a thousand more actors that are like, no, I shouldn't give up. Great, thanks a." <laughs> lot brian cranston <laughs> well i heard the story about how he got malcolm in the middle um which is the one of the one of his biggest shows he was doing parts stuff but this is one of his first biggest people know him by right malcolm in the middle where he was auditioning for that show and uh he was had a call back or something he said okay um do that do it again just um uh do it maybe a bit differently or whatever and he stepped back as himself as brian cranston the actor trying to think how to do the scene again and he put his fingers to his temples and sort of started vigorously like rubbing them right like just as 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 they asked him to do, like not as they asked him to do, but like just like go and do it again, like uh, come yeah, back. Yeah, and, yeah. and he just went back and rubbed his temples vigorously, and the director saw that and go, "That's the dad. That's the stressed out." And he used that in the show. He would rub his temples when things got really stressed oh, out. Okay. So it's like little things like that can make the part. Like we're saying, when you walk in, sometimes they already know. No, this guy's not it. This isn't the person. Right. Right. But sometimes they walk in and go, "Oh, maybe. Oh, the temple thing. That's good." And then you're then you get the part. So. You never know what works. I mean, it's ups and downs. That's the problem of it, too, right? Well, and the the thing, and yeah, you never know what's around the corner, I suppose. Yeah. That's what... It's like a lottery. What did, did you feel inspired uh, from uh, Brian Cranston's... Uh... I did. I, I, I have to admit I did because uh, I, I don't usually watch the Emmys, but I watched it last night, and I, I actually thought it was pretty good. And uh, the, the topic today, of course, is binge-watching. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever people talk about binge-watching, they seem to refer to Breaking Bad and Netflix a lot. Yeah. And uh, it was just great to see a, a show as great as Breaking Bad win the I know it's won the awards before, but it actually it really deserves those awards, I think. I think it was the, the creator said that he thinks binge-watching actually saved the show to help it make it to what it is because... Before, you'd watch a show and have to wait like a week till the next show, right? Till the yeah. next one. But he said, and, and people say, and I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched Breaking Bad? I know of it, but I haven't watched any of it yet. I find a real disconnect with you, with you now because you haven't watched. <laughs> How come you haven't picked up on Breaking Bad? Because then I watch it, then it'll be over. It's nice to have something to look forward to. Oh, what? So you're <laughs> never going to watch Breaking Bad? Well, so then the you'll always watch it? Timing's rough nowadays because I, I, I guess I can watch it by myself, but usually me and my wife watch. We pick a show, and that's our show that when, when the, the monster goes to bed. 
Yeah. Uh, the monster. <laughs> the cute that little, sounds like the name of a show. The, the monster the, goes to bed. The monster goes to bed. The little monster. <laughs> we can have a show to watch together. So we, we pick a show. So we have we said Breaking Bad is one of them, but we also said The Wire is one of them. We also said a bunch of shows that we haven't had a chance to get to. I really want to watch The Wire. But he said that he said that Breaking that, that, that the you know you used to wait for a week, but now you can watch the shows one after another. And he said, and the, the, I understand the show starts in you know because you have to to explain the characters and the situation. It starts off very slowly. Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad? No, I don't think it does. Oh, that's what I've heard. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, I've seen the whole thing. Okay, I've seen the whole thing, too. Well, I mean... The first five minutes, it's like, boom! It's like, oh my god, what's going on? Why is this happening? Well, right. I heard, like, the stories... uh, It explains them as the the chemistry teacher, and it kind of takes... It's a slow build. But I think now you can watch it one after another after another. So you don't have, to, you don't have that, like, oh, I, did, I didn't like that episode. And you kind of you can forget about a show that sometimes happens, right? You watch one sh- episode, you go, oh, this isn't for me. Some people do that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if you can watch it all at once, then it, you go, oh, there's, oh, it's a flow. It's, uh, you know. Sometimes when I, I, oh, I don't, I sometimes when I find that if I'm watching the show from week to week, as opposed to binge watching, I feel like I'm actually watching real people and doing in real lives. Sort of like, so if it's like, if I'm the binge watching thing, sometimes it's not that appealing to me because I feel like it, the story's already been written. I feel like if I'm watching it from week to week, they're writing the story as I'm watching it. Yeah, like they've say, done other things since the, and that week. They've done other things. Now we're back. You to, thought about it a lot, like, oh my god, what's Walter? Yeah. How's Walter White going to get out of this right, one? Right. Yeah. Right. So it's sort of like if I watch it on Sunday and it's Wednesday, I'm like, oh man, I wonder what Walter White's been up to lately. But then if I know that that episode's like, or, you know, finished, it's shot, written, it's on DVD, it's sitting there on my fucking uh, tabletop. I'm like, oh, it's it's already it's it's already been decided what's happening. The future is already in that box right there. Do you think do you think that um, families have been ruined because of binge watching? Yeah, I I, been, I used was... to get together and watch shows. Well, go, oh, we got eight o'clock. It's the Little House in the Prairies on. Come on, kids, gather around. But I, but are there? Now I, it's like uh, we can watch what we want, Dad. We'll watch we'll watch that show this day in separate rooms. I'll watch it on my iPad upstairs. Make but do they even slash. have family shows anymore? Like, what's a show that a, a whole family can sit around and watch together? Well, YTV has like um, what's it called? Uh, Living with Boys, Life with Boys. Something <laughs> I that, guess that adults yeah. want to watch too, though. Well, Disney know? used to have on Sunday nights. You'd have the Disney movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I there's think some a, shows. a family could watch Sherlock Holmes, that British one you told me about. Yeah, that yeah. was great. I love that. That's a great. Show. That was a good show. We've I'm, been I'm watching the hell out of that one. I'm watching Wallander now. Have you heard of no. that? Kenneth no. Branagh. It's about a Swedish cop. Another sort of murder mystery kind of thing. <laughs> no, well, they, they all put together my gun. They, they do it all in English. <laughs> well, actually, uh, Jamila and I are, is IKEA militias. <laughs> Jamila and I are similar to, to you and Noreen in that we pick a show, yeah. like we watch all of Dexter, but we would do it once a night, right? You know, and it was hard because sometimes you're like, oh my god, I have to know what yeah, happens, yeah. and you're like, no, no, we're gonna stop. Tomorrow night. Yeah, we we do yeah. like two, the two, and then it usually gets late. Then we but like we've done two or three in a row, and that's great. Like Dexter's are great. Like Portlandia, I I watched. I was home on sick one day. I watched like six of those. Yeah, and those are really good. Fred Armisen. Yeah, I, I just found that I, I had to catch up on uh, particularly Breaking Bad and Dexter because I felt I would get into conversations with people and I was left out. I didn't know I didn't know what they were talking about, and uh, especially with uh, Breaking Bad, I thought, man, I must I'm really missing something here because everyone is talking about this. And I was pretty sure, I'm pretty sure when I start watching this thing, I'm going to get hooked on it. And instantly, the first episode, I was like, oh, my God, I have to watch the next one right now. But that's the one thing I think that binge watching has kind of ruined that. It's not like you, you can't go to work the next day 
and be like, hey, did you see Breaking Bad last night? And uh, and then so everyone can sort of share in that similar experience of That's watching true. last night's episode. And it's sort of like someone someone can be like, oh, I'm just going to watch them all at once. And then you and then people are left out of conversations. And then people scream, no spoilers. And, yeah. and then, la, 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 la. Well, they cover their ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jihad. What? Yeah. <laughs> people used to, yeah, you used to be on the same page. You go into work the next day. Did you watch that show at it? Because everyone was, would watch that show at eight o'clock. Now it's like uh, I'm only halfway through. I just begun it. I finished that. You know, everyone's all over the map. So it's breaking apart the world, man. Binge watching is killing us. <laughs> well, there, there's some positive <laughs> things about it, and there's some negative. Like I read, like some people, it's like really like a drug. Like I read some stories yeah. about people like th- th- completely demolish their entire weekend. They'll watch the entire series during a weekend and then the wife will be like who's taking care of the kids and uh, he's not sleeping. The kids? What? Yeah, yeah. Because they people get so attached to the story and so glued to it that they won't even sleep or eat. They just because oh, yeah. you know on Netflix it immediately it starts. Like, in I know it's seconds. evil. It's freaking evil. Well, actually, you can disable that. I just read about that today, so I got to do that because I like watching credits. I'm one of the rare people that is like, ah, oh, the credits. And sometimes there's, <laughs> there's a little extra scene at the end where you, that you miss. Yeah, or I like because I used to work at a publishing place. I always I'm always interested in who who wrote the songs and what what well, song was that. that my they friend played? Russ always tells me he goes, uh, "Do you know who the the uh, story editor is on there? Who the the showrunner is on that show?" I go. No, he goes. Well, that's I do. You should know that. You got to know who the writer is. You got to know who these people are, because you know, because you got to follow them or find out what they like, or if you want to send them something, who's the, you know. So right. I go, oh. but it always goes into the small box now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> but you can change that, and uh, and I hate that because I'm always at the end. I'm always like, ah, oh, now I have to jump out of my seat, and, you know. Yeah, and it's going to be a syndrome, BWS, binge watching syndrome, <laughs> and your doctor but, won't let you smoke pot. Yeah, but you know the thing is uh, that also it is improving ratings of shows because it's now they're showing that uh, with Breaking Bad there were four seasons that were on Netflix, so people were binge watching that. But then they were all tuning in to the fifth season when it was actually on the air, and the ratings were actually going up season by season. So in a weird way, it was actually boosting ratings of shows on cable rather than Netflix stealing. Because last night on the Emmys, I definitely got the vibe that the industry is nervous about Netflix, and they wouldn't give Orange is the New Black any awards. I think Game it won one award. Is Game and it of Thrones on uh, Netflix? No. Uh, I'm no, sure. no, it's on uh, HBO, I think, is uh, Game of Thrones. But they're but... afraid of Netflix, right? And uh, Is there pressure to make, make more shows, too, like more episodes now? Because because of it like we need to catch up people want more they're, yeah. they, they've already watched that episode this whole season I think but I think Orange is like the New Black got cancelled though no 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 that was, I a, think that was a hoax that, was that a hoax yeah yeah oh, no, okay. no, it's, it, the, it, but when they release a new season of Orange is the New Black they release the whole season at right, once like House of Cards or yeah yeah See, I don't know I don't... Like, whereas we want more <laughs> it's always the me culture it doesn't help that doesn't help the me culture that's around today give me what I want right right immediately but I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, first of all, I mean, I do come from that old generation of like, if you weren't there at home watching that particular show, you're never going to see it again unless they decide to rerun it. But I mean, now we live in a, a on-demand and PVR sort of world where you can watch it. But I just also do think it's like, 
It's I don't know. I find it more exciting when it's like when you look forward to seeing a new like when Breaking Bad was like on, on when uh, you know season five or six or something like that, and uh, you were like, oh man, you look f- so forward to Sunday and uh, yeah. just to see that brand new episode. I yeah. like that with Coronation Street. I really look forward to Sunday and the catch up. The it's two an event, and, right? You, you go two and, and a half breakfast. Yeah, we make, make breakfast. Tea we, and we'll sit down. You know, binge watching. It's like okay, I eat all my snacks right at once. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a gallon of pop and a tub of soda. The first That's time, right. Soda and pop. The first time I remember <laughs> ever binge watching something is I was visiting Calgary and I got really How sick. How is he these days? Oh, he's great. Was, okay. yeah. uh, anyway, I, I, got really, good. I got really sick. I got some sort of weird ear infection or something. And then I was at my friend's house just lying on the couch. And I had never seen The Godfather. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had The Godfather trilogy there. And I was like, well, I guess... Now's the time to to experience the Godfather, and it really helped kill that time of being sick, at least for one day. Yeah, <laughs> and his glasses broke. <laughs> I had time now. I had time. The uh, I just I sometimes though, if you can, the one thing about binge watching though is like then you can really recognize the filler episodes. Because I mean, sometimes that they have definite shows where, like, there's they they they'll put a lot of um, character development, or the the story arc will really like spike in some episodes, and then there are other ones where you can just tell that they're just kind of like a little bit of a filler episode between two shows where something significant is going to happen. I just I, I don't know. I, I'm watching Ray Donovan now, and the last episode that I saw was like it was it was good. It was really interesting. It was an intense and funny. Sh- uh, had some really good moments in it, but I could kind of tell that this is sort of a crossover episode into like from just like the fly episode in Breaking Bad the one where he's Whoa! Oh, don't worry about it. It doesn't give away anything. Everyone hates that episode, though. Every time people talk about it, they're like, I love it. Except I hated that episode about the fly. Well, they do a thing right. yeah, called, yeah, yeah. called the bottle episodes where you, it's sometimes to save money. They don't know to do it in Canada um, where you just do it. It'd be all be one one room like it'll be like a oh there's a bomb threat and they have to stay in the precinct for yeah that's what the, the fly episode yeah is like. so it's like cheap it's a cheap just to save some money they do it so there's not an explosion there's not a lot of location shots it's, it's just the actors in a, in a room i always remember that from sitcoms they'd always have one episode where like herb tarlick and jennifer marlowe would get locked in an elevator or uh, yeah. john ritter right. or jack tripper and uh there's a big uh, storm Mr. coming. Furley, we gotta stay inside. Yeah, or Mr. Furley would get locked in a freezer for an episode and <laughs> and get to know each other a little better. And, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, yeah, I, I don't know if they were trying um, to save money. What's a character development thing too? Because it gives people time to actually talk. And I actually like that fly episode because I think it actually reveals a lot about Walter White's character and how obsessive compulsive he is. For instance. So I, I actually like that. It was like a little play in the middle of the whole series. So. But sometimes, if like if you watch like um, like even for, like for uh, like Walking Dead, they'll have like you know six episodes, and then they'll take like a break and for like a like a, a couple months, and then they'll come back and they'll have like another six episodes, and then that'll be the whole season. But sometimes, if you if you're watching one episode and if, if like the finale. And then you know you watch the the premiere episode of the next season, and if you're binge watching it, and then you're thinking, man, if I had to wait for like a whole like you know four or five months to watch this brand new episode, I'd be pretty disappointed. So that's where I think binge watching is that um, you you know works out well for you. 
It's changing the industry too. Like um, it's, I think it's. It doesn't even seem like it was that long ago that everyone was bemoaning the end of dramatic television and everything, and they were like, reality TV has just taken over, and now actors and writers aren't getting anything, and it's just these shitty reality shows. And I was like, fuck, they're right. This is it. It's the end of that kind of TV. It's just reality shows now. And it just seems like all of a sudden, sort of, it feels almost like out of nowhere. I know it wasn't out of nowhere, but all of a sudden, dramatic written television made this comeback, but it didn't come back necessarily through network TV. It came back through Netflix and cable. Because you, know, you could also do things on net- cable that you can't do, like uh, language and nudity. And you can make and it more nudity, of film, and, and more nudity. nudity. And also, <laughs> let's not forget nudity. Because, first of all, so I think it's it's helped, but yeah. Um, well, it's like uh, when in the, I'm for nudity, by the way. It's like when independent. <laughs> it's like when independent films in the early '70s, late '60s, um, sort of killed the old sort of stu- big studio films. You know, where they weren't allowed to do all sorts of things. There was the the code. They had a code where you couldn't do certain things in movies. And then suddenly, movies like Easy Rider came out of you know out of the side you know these independent films where they had they were able to do so much more and that really heralded the whole golden age of of movies in the 70s all those great films of the 70s where all of a sudden people could be nude or swear or act like actual human beings do you know so that that's sort of what's happening i think with they were even saying it's the golden age of television again they said that i heard that twice yesterday in reference to breaking bad and all of these shows well so. breaking bad i mean i think probably the first show well, Breaking Bad is one of those shows, and, and kind of like Ray Donovan, was where like Walter White is a character that there's episodes where you really love him and you're really pulling for him, and then there's episodes where you're sort of like, oh, man, maybe you shouldn't have done that, Walter White. Yeah. And maybe that wasn't necessary, Walter White. But I think the first, the first show that probably brought that about was The Sopranos, even though I, I've only watched like a couple of episodes of The Sopranos. Yeah, me too. But I just know Tony Soprano is that contemptible character that people still the didn't like. And guess, the anti hero, yeah. that people still, you know, there were moments where you didn't like him, but, you know, he was still, you know, kind yeah, of lovable. qualities. Yeah, 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 yeah. But talking about Golden Age of Television, I think that they're saying uh, that's when sort of binge watching, before it was called binge watching, they had uh, called marathons. marathons. Right. <laughs> you owe me a beer. We still do, yeah. We did, uh, so marathons where you'd buy, but they're all reruns. So you'd watch. They did. They put a before the next season started. They'd run like a whole, you know, the whole season of of a show. And now it's like you know available right away. And that's my funny one of the funny episodes in it, or one of the scenes in Back to the Future is when he's watching a Jackie Gleason. And he's oh, right, he yeah. back in time to the yeah. 50s. He's watching, and they go, uh, oh, I love this one. He goes, what do you mean you love this one? This is new. This is live. He goes, oh, I saw it in reruns. What's a rerun? Yeah. Now, thinking- now we're way ahead. We're like. And I'm thinking, you idiot, don't you realize you went through a time machine, you moron? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. What I, the, the thing become... about marathons that I hate is that sometimes my They're wife, very long and joggy. My wife watches uh, shows like Say Yes to the Dress and things like that. Oh, fuck and so, that. And I'll be like, oh, God, thank God it's... 4.57, maybe this will be over and we can watch something else, you know, and then 5 o'clock, say yes to the dress! Meanwhile, on the other side of the bridal shop... Say like, no to the show! <laughs> Click. Like, how, how often is this on today, honey? She's like, oh, it's on all day. It's on all day! <laughs> all day? I'll go out and do things for like yeah. four hours and come back and say yes to the dress! I'm like, oh, God, kill me! <laughs> but but I, I was who hasn't a, been caught in a honey-boo-boo uh, t- you know, whirlwind of binge-watching? No? No, no, no. 
Yeah. But I think there are certain shows that that actually have story arcs that people will would consider binge watching. But yeah. no one would ever sit down with like season one of the Jeffersons and watch like an entire like, season by over a season weekend. Of Wheel of Fortune. But yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Or Jeopardy. Or <laughs> what happens Jeopardy at the end of this one? A, you know, yeah, that's outside. because in sitcoms they always want the world to return exactly to where it was at the be- yeah. at the beginning of the episode. But with uh, Breaking Bad, I was just reading that Vince Gilligan was saying it's like a novel where at the end of the chapter you have some sort of cliffhanger that always makes you read the next chapter. Yeah. So the whole thing was written like that. Yeah. So it's more like a novel, I think. And then someone hit him with a hat. Gilligan! <laughs> right, he spun in his hammock for a yeah, while. even though he's in big time. <laughs> right, here's another guilty pleasure of mine. I, I binge watch, or I'll sit through, I guess, a couple of like, hours worth. Because usually they're not just one show. They're, they buy prepaid programming. Is uh, church, like uh, um, church services, like Benny Hinn or those guys. I'll, I can watch that. I don't know why. I, I just find it interesting. And you see the people all holding their hands up. They're so. I go, they found something. I'm happy for these people. Like, this is their thing. They, they're really happy being there. And, and the guy's telling them stuff again. He's doing his speech. He's doing his little monologue thing. Yeah, but the members of ISIS also have found something. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they should really. You know I'd what? Watch that too, probably. <laughs> I think more Americans would be concerned if they actually started calling uh, ISIS like the new Al Qaeda, because that's what it basically is. It's worse than Al Qaeda. When well, I hear, yeah, well, they should call it worse than Al Qaeda. When I hear ISIS, <laughs> isn't ISIS something else too? I was thinking that. that remember it, that seventy like show cool. ISIS? Do you remember yeah. that show ISIS? No. There was this w- really beautiful woman, and she found this. Egyptian necklace, and then okay. she would put it on. And she went by the eyes of Isis, and she would get all these powers. I it thought was, that was mannequin. It was sort of like Wonder Woman, <laughs> Shira. <laughs> but that's what I think of when I hear Isis. I'm like, that sounds nice. Isis, well, it's the Egyptian goddess. It's it's Egyptian, Egyptian goddess. Why are these guys named after an Egyptian goddess? But no, whatever. But yeah, like like sitcoms are one thing that people don't go back and uh, binge watch because. You're sort of like, well, I, I can pick up this show at any point, oh, and it's not going to be the same. Speaking of sitcom uh, binge-watching, we talked about this before about our 80s TV shows. WKRP in Cincinnati is finally being re-released with the actual music. Is it really? I heard that guy. I saw that on... Uh, I will buy that. I know. On Facebook or something. So I saw that, and they're, and they're doing... What's the other one they're coming out with? Uh, How'd they get the rights, though? That that's, uh, astounds me. I guess now it's, a, it's public domain after so long. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's cheaper now. Zeppelin's like, oh, right, fine. <laughs> you know, it's Stephen Tyler. Because I remember them playing, like, Dream On and Walk This Way on there. Uh, well, The Who um, was probably one of the big ones when it was actually about their concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mr. Carlson comes in and waddles in and goes, oh, what a great concert that was. And everyone got trampled to death. <laughs> it was great. They put cocaine on my feet. Anyway, <laughs> that's another story. That's one show that I wonder if that show still holds up, though, if you could watch that show now and be like. Yeah. The one thing that always amazed me about that show was, like, that literally seemed to be like eight people that worked in the entire yeah. Well, radio how many people station. do you need to run a radio station? Well, well more than eight. And, uh, there's like well, they had the market. Payable. They had the advertising guy, like one guy, and uh, they had the news guy, and they, but had, they made themselves out to be like they weren't. I guess they weren't the biggest station. No, they, they weren't. weren't. They were. They were always like the loser station. But they're in a big city. They're not like in like you know. There'd still be other people Plotsburg. walking around and doing stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, then you have to pay those actors. Yeah, I guess to do so. that. Well, they're just their extras. But if you watch like a show like. Uh, was it just shoot me? That they have like loads of people. That looks yeah. like a real office space because there are people walking around. And Dave stuff. Martin fighting for the background. Yeah, fi- fighting for <laughs> what about fighting for extras. Background attorney. Yeah. Does soap operas sort of count? Because I mentioned Coronation Street, but that also has cliffhangers. And nine hundred two one zero had cliffhangers. I think it's anything you watch more than one episode or one you know ha- an hour of. If you but watch would like you two- binge watch nine hundred two one zero or Melrose Place now? I wouldn't. But no. I'm sure people would. 
I, I think it would just seem so ridiculously dated, though. It, uh, yeah, it, it was dated when it came out. <laughs> well, I, you know, I saw the movie... Uh, I watched the old Batman. The old Batman series is coming out. Uh, the 70s, Adam West is coming out on DVD, the whole thing. Okay. And so that, I'd, I'd watch that. I don't even have a DVD player anymore. Well, I have a VHS player. For God's you sakes. have a VHS player. Oh, yeah. Why, why don't you have a DVD player? I just have the one in my computer, so if I watch a DVD, I have to put it in my computer and watch it, because I just don't have a D- my so DVD what if you player Jamil, broke. So what if you and Jamila want to watch a DVD together? We would put it in our computer and watch it. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I don't want to say this, but in my opinion, I have a VCR still, because the best porn... Call me what you need to do the tracking. Yeah, that's when it's real porn. <laughs> yeah, when it's a now little, it's too quality. There's too much quality. When it's too blurry. Need, yeah, yeah. I need a little tracking action. It's HD. It's like, colors going on. Now it's HD, so it's like, oh god, I can see your herpes now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you don't want to see that razor burn on an oh, HD. Oh uh, boy, marks. Yeah, exactly. No, oh, and also well, to answer your question from a few weeks ago, uh, twelve out <laughs> twelve hours of porn is not binge watching. No, that, that's a problem. That, no, that's There's called, a real that's called vacation. <laughs> yeah, that's called calluses on your penis. Yeah. <laughs> But can you watch? Can you binge watch movies? I guess you did with the Godfather. Godfather yeah. yeah, some movies. Yeah. Uh, well, me and Sean went, went binge watched. I won these tickets oh, yeah, to. Um, on Q107, I won these uh, thing. They're opening a new AMC theater in Whitby, and they gave us these passes. Like, a, didn't a, I go to that? Well, and they had like Detroit Rock City. Oh, it was me and you. No, no, I, I was there. Well, I think it was a big. Well, it could have. He might have won another one. He wins all these contests all the time, right? But anyway, so we went and we went and we. They had it was like a free pass. Like all you had to do was get just pick whatever movie. They had a certain number of things, and you could just whatever movie is playing next, you pick it. We saw like six movies that That's day. That's when I saw Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project, Detroit Rock City, so Park maybe you movie, were there. Uh, yeah. Election. Oh, that's a good one. memory. I used to call that a movie buffet when I would, uh, yeah. well, I would sneak into one movie. Well, I would pay for one movie, and then I would sneak into like two or three. Actually, watching three movies in a row kind of got tough because they would all sort of blend together. And then I would be like, you, you know, get, get Mission, Mission Impossible starring, you know, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. And, uh, and I guess you have to break it down to binge like movies watching where it's a bunch of different movies. Well, you could watch, episode will binge. You could watch uh, Star Wars episode one to six. Yeah. Watching one episode over and over again, that's when maybe you should call someone. Yeah. <laughs> You're watching the same. <laughs> All right. Takes cup over to counter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Star like, I guess in one in some ways that like Star Trek is like one of those shows. I guess people could you could binge watch binge the watch next that generation. One. That's, a, that's probably one that people constantly binge watch. Yeah. Like, well, did you know that Captain Kirk's ear twitches to twice in this? <laughs> uh, in this one, uh, we all speak like this. Uh, Mister Picard, he does uh, this with his balls. I used to have the Nitpicker's Guide to Star Trek. Oh, that's awesome! And it would have all of the mistakes and all of the series and all the movies. So uh, it was really funny to watch it. Actually, the one thing that actually I do like about PBRs and on-demand and binge-watching is I remember being over at a, a buddy's place in the beaches once, and uh, we were having a really good time at this at this, at this friend of mine's place, and, and then this other guy and my other friend Morgan was like, hey, man, we got to go back to my place, man. I was like, why, man? We're having a good time here. It's like, we got to go back to my place, man. Star Trek's on. I was like, well, what? Why? I don't... It was totally... Out of my head, that why would someone want to? You're going to get up and leave a good time at someone's house and go back to your place to watch a TV he show. He was going to miss it forever. Yeah, but I guess you know. I mean, I don't know. He didn't. Remember, you had to set a tape. You had to get a fucking blank tape and yeah. put it in and program your VCR of the channels, and you had to program the time. Yep. Now it's so easy. You just go. Eh. 
And now that the danger of PVRing is sometimes when there's a delay, the yeah. newscast or the fucking president wants to say something. Or some fucking <laughs> hockey game. And then you got and then our hockey game goes over and then you got to tape the next show after that show to make yeah. sure you get the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that happened to me. I was watching a, a movie about a ghost and it was like the last <laughs> two minutes. That could and be any movie. It was one of those movies where it was like. You're about to find out whether or not it was really a ghost or if she was the ghost or whatever. Was it ghost? And then it ended. I still don't know what the end of that fucking movie was. Patrick Swayze was a ghost. I hate to ruin oh. it for you. All right, let's Will go. Cobra was just channeling him. Yeah, let's Sean, go so. for a break. Let's uh, go binge break. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that's what that's what my life is a binge break. <laughs> I binge everything. Season and uh, it's kind of lost interest. It's you lost interest. I'm in the third, third, third. Is it, are you on the John Lickhead one? Oh, we're on the, the last episode, like that, that series. Oh, the last season. The last season out, yeah. is considered one of the worst seasons. Well, it's because it's you know whatever. Well, I think it's a cat and it's out of a certain bag, and it's kind of like uh, man, no, it's not going there. A lot of people hate yeah, the last yeah. season, and then uh, the only part they liked was the actual last episode, the, uh, the fans. Okay, I didn't find this there. out until I finished watching it. I didn't actually mind it. It was terrible. It was I really terrible. I didn't mind it. No, it was... And what, and he shows up as uh, 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 a... But you're, you're not watching it. Are you going to watch well, I'm probably going to... Yeah, I mean, this far into it, why do when I finish, but... Anyway, I'm at the point where, like, you know, I mean, the part they with know this, she knows, like, a sister knows, her sister, his sister, sister knows. knows. But then she has such an intense reaction to it. But then they're gonna like she she likes him now, and they're like coming into the bat like her. She's dreaming about him. That's where I, that's kind of where I'm, that ends it. But uh, well, it's kind of creepy. It's the like, next oh, podcast boy. we'll have to talk about how tor- I'll, terrible. I'll, to, it is. I'll finish. I'll binge watch. I'll binge watch the rest of the episodes. Okay, for you guys, so we can next time we'll talk. We can, we can openly discuss Dexter. I was disappointed in the <laughs> end be fun. too. It just wasn't the end. And Dave's cat Dexter. I think that it, it's sort of like. Uh, <laughs> Like the Phantom Menace. He got taken away from me. Phantom Menace, you know, everyone had an idea of what they thought the first Star Wars movie should be. And, of course, That's... it was the Phantom Menace, which everyone hated. And so... The, well, yeah, the... You know who hated the Phantom Menace? Like, all the guys that grew up with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. That, are the, you know, when you see that movie with such a young uh, mind, you're so impressionable. And that that excitement that you got back then, you know, you still... You want that to be recreated now, and it's never going to be, be no. again because... You keep seeing newer and exciting shit, but then everyone has those fond memories of Star Wars. And you're a kid, and everything's exciting and more exciting. Now you just go to a movie, and you're like, oh, I hope it's not fucking full of people. <laughs> and your kid's like, we're going to a movie, and it's, it's, everything's fun from start to finish. A thousand people there, it's two packed. people. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's packed even better. You meet that strange man in the bathroom? Yeah, that, uh, whatever. That Mommy, a son, a penis hey. that wasn't daddy's. The great thing, I'm not going to get into how Breaking Bad ends. <laughs> 
But most people... It was in daddy's mouth, though. That's people were, were satisfied. <laughs> people were satisfied with the ending of Breaking Bad. For, uh, people were more than satisfied. Yeah. People were uh, digging it. But, Oversatisfied. But people hated the end of The Sopranos, and yep. they hated the end of Dexter. I think people look back on it now, and they realize that those were good endings. But I think that I think people still had such a taste out of The Sopranos that they didn't want it to end. Then they Or they wanted something, some crazy shit to happen, and it's... You it know, was anticlimactic. Well, I hate, I hate but, it the but, way it, but it allowed you to sort of go off in your own head of where it could go. I hate the way eight rules to, to date my teenage daughter died. Uh, died. <laughs> 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 again. again, eight you rules to make my teenage crash. daughter die. <laughs> you know what I hate? How, how this show ended was uh, eight rules to dating my teenage daughter when John Ritter died. That was a horrible ending. <laughs> I, I hate it on Everybody. shows they when... Could, they can't write that. When they it suddenly, was worth saying twice, wasn't it? <laughs> I hate it when they suddenly just decide to um, make a character made... Uh, they get another actor to play a character that you already oh, know. Yeah. Like Darren on Bewitched. Yeah. All of a sudden it was this different Darren. Or two ve- two, although there was two Meg voices on Family Guy. Was oh, I don't Meg watch, notes, I don't watch uh, that Mina, show. Yeah. No. Who was the original Meg? Exactly. <laughs> well, I was like on uh, the Flintstones. Nobody knows. How there's some seasons where uh, Barney's voice is like this. Yeah. And then there's other ones where Barney's voice is like this. All right, my favorite is uh, Brown Smithers and then Yellow Smithers. <laughs> when he changes. I don't yeah. think, I don't think, uh, I, I was never caught up in the whole bewitched thing. <laughs> you know. So you People always make a big deal of that, and I'm like... That was a great show. Yeah. It, just it wasn't re- really... Don't upset me about... I love Bewitched. Okay. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm probably I'm like, not, I'm a t- it's a childhood There thing. was probably like 16 little hobos, little hobos, but no one cares about that. Uh, well, no. Just throw them in the bin. I heard that actually... Sorry, <laughs> <Yeah>. hobo. <laughs> you really are I heard the next, hobo. Like, I heard that the Wrangler for uh, the littlest hobo was just like really... He was like this big, giant, like military guy, and he would scream and yell at the dogs. If he screamed at one dog, the other dogs would just start peeing because they were so scared, and I think back then in Canadian TV they didn't always have like a There's hey like let's uh, let's do some animal let's have a no. person against animal cruelty on set. So apparently there's that one in the uh, beginning of Littlest Hobo uh, that scene where the dog jumps through the window. I guess because they shot it in rehearsal and the dog was fine with going through it because it was like a clear glass. But then when they actually went to go and shoot it, uh, they had it was like a more of a shaved sort of you know white frosty. tint frosty yeah. glass and. Uh, then the dog wouldn't jump through it, and then so finally that the uh, the, the wrangler uh, trainer guy just just grabbed the dog and threw it through the window, and then that's how they got that shot for Little Sobo. One time they caught him beating the dog, just yelling at it. I said maybe tomorrow you'll settle down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, someone pointed, down hobo. Someone pointed out to me <laughs> hobo that down. This the the new kind of shows that we have: Orange is the New Black, Breaking Bad, and everything. That there's no Canadian show like that. We have not been able to come up with a show that fits into I bet, that. I bet there's some old people that would binge watch Murdoch Mysteries if they could. Yeah, trouble but they the, just can't figure it out. If I could find it, Trouble the Tracy. I'd like to watch it again. See how bad it was. Because how about Corner Gas? I guess Corner Watch gas the fans. YouTube? I... I'm not going to say anything about that, but uh, well, I mean, do I like? I, I'll say, say Corner no. Gas is not my favorite. It was never my, it's one of my favorite It's not about Corner shows. Gas at all. It's about a certain actor. Yeah, I lo- I, I love Brent. I, I thought I think Brent's <gasps> hilarious. Yeah, but I just I just He's watched hilarious. the show and I was just like, this is kind of more for my parents. This is not for me. Well, that's what most Canadian shows are like. It I, seems I binge watch Beachcombers. 
<laughs> when? How many? How I many watch opportunities? While I watch it. Yeah, but are there ever two episodes if in a row? Were, that's upsetting I, me I, because I was thinking <laughs> the story. The Canadian story that we have that could be a great Breaking Bad type story is the Rob Ford story. Well, guess who's doing that? Everybody. America. No, Alec Baldwin's going to be playing uh, this <laughs> Rob ask, Ford-like ask. character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but they're the ones who are doing it, not Canada. We couldn't figure out how to do it. We had to, they are taking our story. Well, they'll probably do a good job of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. Because really? we won't do a good job of it. We'll, we'll have money, too. We'd probably be too polite. Yes, we don't know that, how to not be. The Robin Doolittle book is, is uh, sort of very groundbreaking as far as Canadian, you know, uh, journalism and publication goes. It's like the, one of the first Canadian. It's like a Watergate. Well, well it's, like, it's like a, a dirt. It. It's a dirt book. It's like you know. Yeah, but they're a, making a movie out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but that's but it's a first. So it's like you know, there's always been books about like you know Nixon and. Other corrupt politicians <laughs> and the other Nixon. Well, Canada, Nixon one, I, I, Nixon I honestly two. think Canada's not Abraham actually. Canada is not good at making TV. <laughs> we we had so, Kids in the Hall was I good. SCTV actually was good. Kids in the Hall. You can but there binge has, watch Kids in the Hall. But there has season. not been a good, Degrassi. really good Canadian Degrassi. show. Degrassi. All right. Degrassi always wins. Bing. <laughs> All right. Okay. Degrassi for the win. Yeah, and that inspired 90210. So that's a a short list. It is a short list. It's a short list. So here's my other question Do comedies make as good a show for binge watching? Like Veep, I think, is fantastic. It's one of my favorite shows ever. Veep? Have you watched Veep? No, no I got. I haven't. Never watched an episode of Veep. You could binge watch Veep. I, yeah. I'll, I'll give. I'll give that a try. And uh, Larry Sanders, I think, is a, an early version of a good uh, comedy show that you could binge Curb watch. Your enthusiasm. Curb your enthusiasm. I've yeah. never I actually watch that watched that. Oh, you like it? Uh, Larry Sanders. I, I, I watch was, a couple. Curb your Sa- uh, enthusiasm. I, I love Larry watch Sanders that. more. Is one of my favorite all-time shows. All time. Curb, Curb your enthusiasm <laughs> started to get a little bit too predictable for me. Well, it's yeah, like they'd meet. He'd meet a. He'd have things a, don't go a wrong crazy, for Larry today. Yeah, he'd oh, have a crazy confrontation at the beginning, and yeah. somehow that crazy confrontation would show up at the end. You know, it was sort of like and. But sometimes I, it's like my like my like karate lessons. I'll binge watch and then I'll get tired of binge watching too. So I'll give it up. Like I'll watch two seasons and go. Uh, then it, it's, so it's a fight does, to get back into the, into the other seasons. Yeah, I've got to take a break. Though. How does this relate to karate again? Well, you do it for a while, and then you just give up. <laughs> I did it for a year and gave up. I no, threw so up I, a banana. I didn't go for the black belt. I kind of went to the you know like second season and went, uh The I'm moment I decided this, you know? to quit karate was I threw up a banana. And Hole? I thought, that's it. <laughs> what? I'm not doing this anymore. Okay. With the skin on? Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, <laughs> we need to back up about two hours, I think, on this story. So you ate a banana hole at one point. So what happened is... <laughs> With the skin on, do you peel they it? Had this, they went to this Hart House camp, and we would have karate camp. did you camp. not eat it? Karate camp for two days, and it was like arm to army. It was like, get up at six, and the first thing you do is... Karate. You can have a, a small snack. Yeah, break a board. And then we had like <laughs> run really far... And do like an hour I already, and a half. I already break a board every morning. <laughs> yeah! My penis. So I went twice. The first time I went to the karate camp, I was into it. The second time, I got up at 6 in the morning. I ate a banana that was a little too ripe. And then I went outside and threw it up. And I went, that's it. I'm finished. And that was it. That <laughs> so was you were a bunch of eight-year-olds at this camp. <laughs> there were. Well, you were eight, too. There right? were, How no, old were you? This was just a few years ago. This was a few years ago. Yeah. Years ago. Yeah. And, uh, he was all karate guy. There were kids there. They did have me practicing with children because I was so bad. <laughs> and they were like, oh, no, what you got to do is this. You know, I was like, oh, fuck, this is horrible. Get now, me did done. you think, well, could, you, could you take out like a six-year-old black belt? 
As a big, strong, fully grown man? Yeah, but not with karate. <laughs> no, what, what, just, I just jump on top and then... Oh, boom. But he probably a karate kid could do something, right? Um, but there's still little feet. <laughs> not the bands, once again. I, I always thought it would have made a good story, the karate club, or it could have made a funny musical. Karate. You're so close, the karate kid. Oh, you called it the karate kid. Yeah, yeah. No, in uh, Fight Club. No, I was terrible at it. I couldn't get past the white belt, and then uh, you one couldn't day, get past the white belt. I got my green belt. No, I didn't even get a yellow belt. But then I broke my ankle, and then I gave up karate forever. It was one of those things where, <laughs> before we were being tested to see if we could do the yellow belt, yeah. I was helping some other white belts do the katas. You know, oh, you oh. do it like this, and then they got the yellow belts, and I didn't get one. Oh. It reminded me of that commercial about diarrhea where they all do the movements. <laughs> oh, I and, remember. So I'm auditioning for it, and I'm teaching everyone the dance because I figured it out. I'm like, yeah, you do it this, and then you rub your tummy and blah, blah, blah. And then I didn't get the fucking yeah. commercial. Yeah, uh, I do remember going. I felt ridiculous. I want to walk out on that. I'm kind of glad you don't get some of them. You're like, okay, I don't want this one. <laughs> but I still yeah. would, I would have been okay with getting it. I made the yellow boat in Hapkido at the Y. We took it at the Y. And I, I, was, I was leading classes at one point. And then the class got too small, and they canceled it, and I never got it. Whenever went to another class, do you remember? So I could, I loved it. I was, I, it was like something. So it failed me once again, like a lot of my life. <laughs> did you do any People sparring? Fail me, huh? Did you? Did, did oh you yeah, do we any fought every class, and we. Oh okay. We never really fought. We just we practiced by moves. ETF guy. Yeah, we just practiced moves over and over. And the same moves. Yeah. We did on our knees. We fought like on our, just grappling with our, you know, just to. Not full, like half. Could, we, we just grapple, but yeah. Had, Can you finger, kick now? Can you kick now? If I had to, my finger. <laughs> Can got, you kick now, Sean? My finger got injured. Oh, the so the the sensei was gone one day, and there was this asshole in charge of the class. And he I was a, opening the door. He put a black. Ow! He put a black belt with me, and the black belt kicked my hand so hard that I couldn't use one of my fingers. And I'm a piano player. Right? They didn't like you. I don't think there. No, they didn't like me. Some of the <laughs> some of the people your, liked uh, me. Piano into your karate. The sensei was. Are you karate into your piano? The sensei was trying to figure out how to get rid of me, on, or. He sort of liked Kick me, him. but he would he would be like, even Sean improved at this camp. I remember he said that. Even Sean! Like, oh, thanks. I like, feel what? <laughs> Picking your nose in the corner. Huh? Oh, me? Oh, hey, how's it going? Hiya, everybody. <laughs> Kia! Uh-oh. I think I shit myself. I See shit, you later. Shit McGee. Just call me Shit McGee because I just Shit McGee. Shit McGee. <laughs> shit McGee. Uh, in the dojo? <laughs> yes, I shit my karate gi in the dojo. In front of the sensei? I shit my gi in the dojo in front of the sensei. In the dojo, if that's what you want to call With it. That's candle stick. It. Yeah. The, uh, right. Sean, do you remember the name of your kata? Um, Welcome no, back, kata. No, you, know, you heard Horshack died. Oh, see. What? <laughs> yeah, Horshack. Ron from Paleo. The, uh, he did? Ron oh, maybe Paleo. I did hear th- Actually, during the Emmys. When <laughs> no they- one cared. Where was Ron Paleo? <laughs> during- Ron Paleo wasn't in the Emmy. Oh, oh fuck. Fuck the when Emmys, watched- man. They forgot Ron- Horshack. Oh, fuck. That's it. Did the Emmys fuck Horshack? I'm, I'm out of here. I got it. Footsteps, footsteps, oh, footsteps. Oh, oh. Door slam. <laughs> uh, when I, when I, was, I loved the In Memoriam because I was like, oh, I forgot that guy died. That guy died? Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. Who were some of the standouts from the In Memoriam? I don't even remember now. Uh. I'll forget again. I'll be like, what do you mean that guy died? Or they would show Lauren Bacall. I was like, she wasn't a TV star. Why are they showing Lauren Bacall? She was one episode of something. And then... <laughs> she was on The Tonight Show. They referenced her once. Rob Williams and Billy Crystal. There, there were too many movie stars at the Emmys, and that was annoying me. Julia Roberts was annoying. Oh. 
So what was uh, she doing? Well, Jamila and I <laughs> noticed that when not fucking me, the show she uh, you find her attractive. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think she has a big mouth. She has too big Whatever. a mouth. Yeah, yeah, she has a weird Julie mouth. Roberts. What else do you need? Uh, uh, maybe any, she looked like Aaron Brockovich. Someone else. I mean, here's your here's your <laughs> Halle Berry Bro- came on. I dress yeah. her. I, hey, I dress her up as Eric okay. Roberts anyway. So who cares? <laughs> See, they took my thumbs, Paulie. <laughs> they didn't want to give Matthew McConaughey an award because now, okay, why? But, well, I think they were making fun of him because he was Charlie a movie star at the TV star show. They didn't but want him. To, they kept making fun of him. And then when the show Julia Roberts was on, one, she went up to one of the guys and you could read her lips. She was like, should we go up? And then she went up and then she hugged her way all the way across the line, hugged everyone so that she would be right at the center of the stage for the acceptance speech. And I was like, oh, my God. She's one of those actresses. Well, I'm going to smile all the time and hug my way to the front. That's what they do. Yeah, hug your way to the front. That's she's one of those. <laughs> hug your she's way to the one front. of those actresses. And she, someone was pointing out on Twitter, she's the least funny person that was on that show last night. I mean, what did she do? What did she do? She. She was this Julia she, Roberts. Yeah, yeah. I've, never, I've never been a Julia Roberts fan. Neither though. have I. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're in agreement. Well. Well, I say. But yeah, when Halle Berry came on, I'm like, that's okay. That movie star what, can come what, on. What TV has she done? She's um, done, oh, Dorothy Dandridge. That was a movie of the week. She also started off in television. She started off in a sitcom. Um, that's how, that was her first gig. Was it a different world? I forget what it was. No, it wasn't a different world. Well, it was back then. It was, it was a different world, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't. That. I, I loved a different world when Lisa Bonet was on it. After she left, I'm like, what the hell? Whatever no? happened to Lisa Bonet anyway? Didn't she, what happened with her she and Ronnie Kravitz? In, she, yeah, she was naked in um, Eagle Heart. The Believers. I mean, the uh, uh, Angel Heart. Angel Heart. <laughs> and she was good in that, and I enjoyed that one very much. <laughs> I binge-watched the hell out of it. Uh, and then uh, After Sean showed us those other black porn stars... She gotta, seem all here's that a term. Here's, if you, if, here's a term. Here's a term. If you watch a lot of porn uh, all all the time, it's called uh, binge-turbation. <laughs> binge-turbation. Master binging. Master, Master binging. Master binging. I'm watching Master porn binging. for hours. Master binging. Actually, True Detective. Did you guys watch True I know, Detective? I really want to watch that. You one. You should watch that. That is a, probably a great. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, have the, I have the Wire at home. I heard that's amazing. The Wire. Do you I ever watch, you watch the same movie over and over again? Uh, not like some people watch the sound of music over and over again. I'm not thinking that's what you guys watch, but I don't do it on purpose. If it's if it's, if it's on, on TV, I'll, I'll keep it. I'll, on. Watch, I'll watch it like it. I can watch Grease anytime. What's I, it called? Oh, here another Goodfellas. Term. I could watch. Yeah, anytime. Goodfellas. If it's on. What about this? What if you? What if like say the Godfather's on the trilogy? Like you said, yeah. it's on TV, and you you watch like half of the first one, and then you come back to it, and you watch the second half again because it's on like the whole day. Come back and you watch. Go away. Come back. Watch a bit more. It's almost like the um, what's it called? What does Sting do? Sexual? Yeah, oh, tantric sex. Yeah, it's like tantric tantric television. Yeah, tantric TV where you you watch a show halfway through and you go away and you watch the rest of the movie, but at a different time. Yeah. I think Chris Finn actually talked about this one time. Well, uh, he, he would do like uh, tantric uh, Law and Order. Chris Finn used to say he'd watch because <laughs> it would be on at three, you know, eleven and and four or whatever. So the same episode would be on. So he'd watch the whole episode until like the finale when they find out who it is. Then he would wait all day and save it up to watch it again at four o'clock and just watch the end part to find out who it is for his release. There's, been, there's anyway. been times where I've been like, a, you know, if you're 
if I'm on the road or something like that, and then uh, I'm just in a hotel room, and I don't, there's no, I'm not going to fucking walk around London during the day, and so all I have to do is wait for the show that night, and so I'll watch like four episodes of uh, Criminal Minds in a row because it's on, and you know, I can just, I don't have to worry about the remote. I'll just watch four episodes in a row, and that'll fuck you up. What actually after about it, so four episodes, of walking around the city, you, you enjoying got, it, the sights, maybe picking up. A, yeah, I lock myself in my hotel room. <laughs> Jerk off twice, once before the show, once once I wake up in the Does morning. Does that relax you before the show? Well, it gets me ready to for four episodes of Criminal Minds <laughs> um, and whatever pizza I didn't eat the night and before. And I'm not thinking about masturbating, so <laughs> I take care of that check. Now, what about if there's It takes some... longer the second time because I've watched four episodes of Criminal Minds. Does this count as binge watching? Because I've done this <laughs> for a very long time. And what it is is some event will happen, like let's say September 11th, and then I just sit there and watch CNN for like five days, yeah, yeah, yeah. watching the same footage over and over again, watching the talking heads talk about it, and I can't stop. Do you ever do that? You get glued to a, a news story? Yeah, well, yeah. Now you can. Like now, it's on like CNN. Because well, yeah, the old, uh, yeah, the old twenty-four hour news cycle that they have. Sort of like when OJ <laughs> was doing his Bronco thing. Oh yeah. Was that the beginning of that sort of binge watching news? Maybe. Uh, well, actually, OJ, OJ if you Charlie actually, if you trial. really, really want to go way, way back, it was during the Iran, <laughs> the uh, the Iran uh, uh, hostage situation um, that uh, they would have. Uh, they would once that started. They, that's how Nightline started, and the ratings were so good for it that it just uh, that it stayed on. Yeah, that's got to count as binge-watching, and I definitely... If you're watching the same news story over yeah, and over again... Yeah, I definitely again, do that. Yeah, because CNN, that whole Malaysian airplane thing... Yeah, I watched that for a, Thing, a whatever week. it was. Well, yeah, well, I always said if those Nigerian girls were made out of oil, we would have found them the next day. Is that Coney guy still around? Did we take yeah, care the Coney 2012. Oh, my God. I want Coney 2014. What's he done lately? What has he done for us lately? I know, and then they forget about the story. <laughs> and it's like, well, wait a minute. What happened to the plane? Are those girls still missing? What's going on here? Just forget about it. They're like, no, no, we're on to another story now. Forget yeah. about it. But, but yeah, yeah, you can get hooked on one story. Or those people that watch trials all the time, too. Yeah, I they, they have like trials. a court TV. I, have you ever been addicted to a trial? Yeah, definitely. Oh. The okay. uh, who was the, the yeah I get to the, the one where the one, woman killed one? the daughter and Casey hit the bones the Casey Anthony I got sort of I was Roe versus Casey Wade I couldn't turn myself away <laughs> I'm still keeping I'm so up the old <laughs> Do you think that Hannibal uh, is an example of a, a, a network show that's trying to compete with these cable shows now I think so yeah because it's see actually Hannibal another thing is commercials make... we've talked about the lack of commercials yeah it's killing that whole industry that's a whole really. thing yeah. it is it's killing the industry yeah. and. In that way, that people, that we have the choice now. We can watch a better show and not watch but commercials. But then they put that fucking shitty thing where they put an ad before the show, and you can't fast forward. Well, that's it. on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I hate that. YouTube is that how you pronounce it? YouTube. <laughs> well, I got into Netflix. I wasn't into Netflix, but then uh, Jamila went and saw. Uh, what's it, Peter and Chris or whatever that show the two guys live yeah oh, she yeah. saw it live and they gave away a free Netflix subscription so we've been watching it for a whole year for free yeah but you know what oh, I think for don't free talk, talk about it it's only eight dollars though look how much yeah, you're getting for eight dollars you know what's funny and they let you give it out to like five other people they do but you know what that's oh, they actually do. I don't know I don't that's actually well, I never give us their code I thought we were like I, I thought we we're breaking the system but no they, oh, fuck that shit no no, no but you know US what it's one. actually illegal to do it they allow you to do it oh. but it's actually a federal crime. No, they say they have to update these laws because if you sign into someone else's thing online, that's right. actually Hacking. a federal cl- crime. Well, no, because you give uh, like their email address over, and so when you log in, when I log into Netflix, it says, who's watching? Me? 
my parents or uh, Jesus. my friends yeah. Paul and Beth. They're okay. Thank God no. always watching. Netflix <laughs> is okay with it. But I was just reading about this, and technically, it's actually breaking the law, and it's a it's a federal breaking crime the law, in, in the, the states. Law. Judas Priest. Please. I like that side. I like that it's breaking the law. But anyway, yes. Well, but still, but you're what really like? But they, eight the bucks Amer- though. In the American IP address. That's where it's at. America. Yeah, apparently, yeah. We've done that. We've broken into. We've How do you in. know that someone has American Netflix? Yeah, they'll tell you. We've cracked American in. We've cracked into. We cracked into the American Netflix. Already. Don't say that. That's the worst part about a breakup is when she changes her Netflix password. Oh, and all of a sudden, I guess we really are broken up now. You've yeah. changed your fucking Netflix password. You break up face to face is nothing. All of a sudden, you log in. I was going to start not watch- accepted. Dun, 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 dun. The Incredible Hulk themes. Tears. It's really Hulk smash Netflix. She, she's broken up with you. New Netflix account required. I know. That's happened to me twice. Can you believe that? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Fuck shit. 